welcome back to the Trend Podcast, the podcast that looks at trending topics from a Christian perspective. I am your host, Jack Dodgen, joined as always by my co-host, Spencer Shaw. Spencer, how are you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Getting ready for school's about to start back up, so. Back to school. I don't miss those days. Don't miss them at all. But this is your last year. It is. the Well, well, one of your last years, right? You're, you're going to do this again to yourself. My last uh, year for undergrad stuff, I guess. So, but and then get started on some more. But uh, you know, if you want to do that, that's what you, you you go for it. Yeah, I'll encourage you all the way. But uh, I'm not going to be doing it anymore. So, uh, but that's great. We, we haven't uh, we haven't talked in a long time. I was recording for my other podcast yesterday and. Uh, I think we determined that he and I hadn't talked for two months. I think it's about the same for you. I sent you a message on your birthday. Is that like a few weeks ago? That then, July 17th. So that was about a month ago. <laughs> you guys said, hey, happy birthday, man. Yeah. <laughs> said, Thanks. And now we're we're talking here. So uh, it's been it's been a little while. Summers are busy. Uh, I imagine yours was busy. Um I know that mine was so, uh, but it's been good. We're we're back. We are back with yes. the show. Unfortunately, uh, the politics haven't left us. They're <laughs> still here. I think they will always be a part of the show. Yeah, uh, because of the yeah. world that we're living in. But today we're talking about the stuff that happened in Charlottesville uh, just a few days ago. Uh, lots to unpack we'll spend a little bit of time talking about what exactly happened but we want to spend most of the time on what do we what do we do about what happened what what's the christian response to events like this so if you're not aware of charlotte's charlottesville uh, virginia and what happened there uh they were there was a protest against taking down a statue i believe of robert e lee uh, a lot of people didn't like that. They like the the fact that it's there. It's a memorial and all that stuff. Uh, if I recall correctly, to the park that it was in was Robert E. Lee Park, which has since been renamed to Emancipation Park, if I am not getting my facts mixed up there. Uh, and now this was kind of the next step is they want to take down the, the statue because of what it represents and all those things. Well, there were people who disagreed with that. And so initially, I think this started out as a, and, and you were saying this before the episode, that this yeah. appeared to start out as kind of an innocuous thing. They, they were yeah. just wanting to get together to say, hey, we want the statue to stay up. Every, it, pretty much everything that I've read seems to lend itself to that, that it just started out as, because we've seen protests for stuff like uh, Confederate things being taken down or sure. Ten Commandments, just different things like that. And it appears that that's the way that it started, just kind of just a normal protest, but that's not the way and, that it ended up. And then it went kind of the direction of uh, normal protests these days, too, though, uh, where uh, violence broke out and there were there was kind of mobbing and fighting. But even more than that, you had... Uh, in in the pictures, and the pictures are everywhere, uh, a group of uh, white males, I think almost completely, um, at least in a lot of the pictures initially, and this continued on, uh, 
uh, into the next day. I remember seeing it that morning and all that. Started at night. Um, they've got torches and things like that. But then you see pictures of Nazi salutes all over the place. You see video of, uh, you know, Sig Heil, uh, the, the little Nazi uh, salute there. The I believe it's Hail Victory is what that means. Uh, I heard yesterday on, on one of the news things. Uh, and so you've got all that going on, and you've got reports of uh, any... Uh, I read one thing about, you know, a black person on the scene was called a racial slur and told to go die. That's what this turned into, uh, a, a white nationalist, uh, you know, Nazi, uh, basically kind of a domestic terror situation you know, uh, in this area. It, go ahead. I was, I was thinking on my way to work this morning about some of the pictures and stuff that I saw from Charlottesville. Yeah. And it reminded me of, you know, obviously I'm, <clears throat> I was never alive during any of the, uh, major, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, civil rights, in, 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 in yeah, civil the, rights stuff, any, any of the, the war the big stuff. time, yeah. uh, civil rights. And apparently we're at a point where some of that stuff is, beginning again but uh, I was never alive during any of that however one of my favorite uh, movies is it's based on a book it's called A Time to Kill and it's it's about a it's got uh, Matthew McConaughey and Sandra Bullock and uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Kiefer Sutherland and um Kevin Spacey, just a bunch okay. of top bill cast, but it was right. it told a story during that period of a um, it, it was a court uh, drama and it had to do with uh, race um, was part of what was going on and you had you had two groups during the whole court case that stood outside of the the courthouse um, a group led by at that time you still had the Ku Klux Klan and all that, and then another group that was kind of anti-them. Um, and at one point, a fight broke out, um, and you had these two groups um, fighting. And that's the images from the movie are kind of similar to what some of the pictures and stuff that were taken. That um, yeah, and it's it's like we're we're going back in time a little bit. And, and I think one of the things you said there is, you know, I, I we didn't grow up, grow up when that kind of yeah. stuff was going on. And I think even more than that too, I don't know that it's being taught as well uh, mm-hmm. as much anymore. And so you've got, I mean, we, we see the same thing in scripture, right? You know, if it's not taught, it just takes a generation. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that it was instilled as much in this generation or, or our generation ignored it. I'm not putting all the, res- all the blame on, the generation before us, because uh, our generation certainly has a lot to uh, that we're going to be responsible for uh, in the future. But uh, but that's that's what happened. I mean, this this is happening. This is a thing that is actually happening in real life uh, in 2017 in the United States. And there's you know blame who you will. You know, the the horrible millennials blame the president. Blame the the last president. Uh, it's 
blames being tossed all over the place, colleges, safe spaces, all that kind of stuff as to who is responsible for these kinds of things. Uh, I think at the end of the day, who is responsible for this stuff? It's those that have this evil in their heart. Uh, and and we're going to see it, I think, more and more. And so we need to talk about what do we do? How do, we, how do Christians respond to this stuff? We've got a few ideas here. Uh, the first one being, we have to stop denying that racism exists. Okay, I, I don't think that Christians have a racism problem. I do think that we have a problem with acknowledging that it's here. And I think after you see the stuff in Charlottesville, you can't say, well, you know, that was just an outlier. It's not really a, a thing we're dealing with. It's, it's there. And if you didn't believe it before when you had people who would be in protest to say, you know, Black Lives Matter, and these are the things that we go through as, you know, black individuals in, in America, maybe you said, okay, but that's just outlier stuff. When you add that, and then you have the stuff like this from from another side, uh, with, with white people getting up and doing these things, you have to start saying, okay, there is a race problem in yeah. the country. Uh, I, uh, and once, once we admit it, we're, we're on the right track. I've I've done some sermons um, before uh, that dealt with. Um, I did a sermon the the other day on the uh, Good Samaritan, and my focus was on uh, things like this. It was on political. It was on race issues and stuff like that. And right. you mentioned having a hard time admitting that racism exist. You know, when I do something like that, I've got to be careful the way that I word things because people will get upset if you even make the assumption, some people get upset when you even make the assumption that racism exists. But right. as you mentioned, after seeing what has happened in Charlottesville, you, we, we have no excuse, nothing to um, say based on these things not happening anymore because they I mean, it, that's is just an obvious thing that it does exist, and so we can't we we can't any longer jump. I, I mentioned we were talking about this before we started that when stuff like this happens, we jump to our opposite poles. Yeah, and in in doing that, what? We do is we either jump to the pole of, well, this stuff doesn't exist. Racism isn't a problem, which is a noble thing to hope for, but it's not a true reflection of reality and right. because it does exist. And, or we jump to the other side and we say, well, the majority of people are, are racist. And I don't think that's in, the, in the fact, case either. Uh, Lord, the, the musical artist... She said yesterday that, you know, all white people are to blame for what happened in Charlottesville. Okay, she's on that other she's on mm-hmm. that other side, that other extreme. You know, it's uh, it's everywhere and everybody's racist. Well, that's not true either. It's like we have um we have I don't remember where I was. Oh, uh you know, there's a lot of uh cities i think of uh 
places like um, um, Detroit would be an example. There, there's places that have issues with certain crimes, um, right? You know, but you wouldn't say, well, the majority of people in um, Detroit or the majority of people in uh, you just think of there's crime problems in every big city. The more majority of people in Dallas, the majority of people in Los Angeles or whatever, do whatever their biggest crime problem is. Because those kind of negative things are always done by people on out, that are outliers to society. The majority of people in the city are not murderers, do not commit gun violence or whatever the problem may be. Now, the same is true when you talk about Racism. The majority of people are not, but that doesn't mean that it's not a a problem, right? Um, just because uh, the majority of people don't do that does not make that thing a problem. And it goes back to what I said on any other crime. We'll say, well, the majority of people don't do it, but it doesn't mean it's not a problem that needs to be dealt with. Exactly. And so we've we've got to in our first step, you have to acknowledge that it exists. If you, if you can't, if you can't acknowledge that there's a problem and the same thing is true with any, uh, addiction or anything like that, you, the mm -hmm. first step is admitting that there's a problem yeah. and you can't do anything about it until you acknowledge that. But once you do that, step two, or maybe, maybe not step two, but another thing that Christians can do is you acknowledge it exists. We have to stop politicizing these events. And I stress that very highly mm -hmm. yeah. for Christians too. Uh, I think, I think more and more non-Christians, those on the outside looking in, uh, are seeing us give more allegiance to uh, the political, uh, I, I was going to say the political party, to, to conservatism, to Republicans. I mean, that's that's what they're seeing. They're not seeing yeah. Christians celebrate uh, Demo uh, Democrat. They're not seeing that. Uh, and I'm not saying that we should. We shouldn't be. We also should not be pledging our allegiance to the Republican Party and celebrating those things. But whenever these things happen, and I saw this a bunch yesterday where somebody is just calling out, uh, you know, racism is evil, racism is bad. The comment underneath from a Christian is, yeah, well, you know, if Obama hadn't started this race baiting stuff when he was in office, come on. You know, what are, what are you accomplishing when you do that? only negative. And people who vote Democrat, they see that and they go, well, I guess I can't be a Christian. I guess that I can't think uh, these things. And, and now you've alienated a group that yeah. you're, you're trying to side with. It's, it's the thing in James, right? Where you can't have uh, fresh water and salt water out of the same spring, blessing and cursing out of the same mouth. But we're kind of doing that. We, we, wanna, we want to unite this country on God and on Christ and on the gospel and then on the other token, we go, and Democrats are idiots. Okay, well, that doesn't work. That, that's not going to solve any problems at all. It's just going to keep us divided. You know, you can, when you jump to the uh, politicizing, uh, these kind of events, you're, <clears throat> what happens is our focus becomes in the, in the wrong place because... You know, you you can make comments that have to do with politics in relation to this kind of stuff. And what you say, depending on what it is, may be wrong or it may be right. But whatever it is, sure. it doesn't help the situation. 
because once once these things happen, you can't a lot of the times when you jump to politics, you're looking back in the past and that it doesn't matter what happened in the past. It matters what we can do going forward. And in watching people, news people and talk show hosts and stuff like that dealing with this, what I've seen is their first thing is, well, we need to be unified against this kind of stuff, which is true. And then their next thing is to jump to, to politics. It's, uh, you know, conservative people jumping and blaming o- Obama and then uh, on the, the lib- liberal side of the political spectrum, jumping and blaming Trump for the um, verbiage that he used in condemning it right after it, it happened. Um, yeah, he, he you know, condemned it, but not in the way that we wanted him to. It wasn't as fierce or it wasn't. A, and then he came out with another statement and they're talking and, about it today. And yeah, it's like, that's not exactly what we wanted. It's like, well, we need to be unified, but uh, it's Obama's fault or it's uh, or we don't like the way that uh, Trump worded his condemnation. Yeah. That the focus is that, that doesn't you can't say in one breath that, oh, we need to uh, be united and then in the next start throwing blame at the people that you disagree with. Because honestly, a lot of the time it has nothing to do with the actual issue. It's we use the issue to throw blame on the the party or the political view that we have a problem with. And, and, and we see that with, you know, shootings or things like that or... Yeah. Um, well, there was a shooting. It's let's revisit the banning guns and why you conservatives yeah. want to kill babies. Like, no, let's not. Let's not do that. And that that's uh, yeah. It's never the right. That's it's never the right time to um, try to make a political statement when there's bigger issues. That the bigger issue is dealing with the the problem of racism, not. Um, re-election or getting Trump impeached or, you know, whatever. And and this is especially true with Christians, where this this is all people are seeing from us anymore is, and, and maybe we mention Christ and things like that. We need to get back to being a God-fearing nation and then we, you know, hashtag make America great again. Like every time we do stuff like this, we are pushing people away from Christ because we're saying if you want to be a Christian, you need to unite yourself with conservative politics and these these politicians and these beliefs. And first of all, it's not entirely true. And secondly, it's it's not that's that is not the association we're supposed to draw. And we're turning people away from Christ because we're adding on to what it takes to follow Christ, this burden of, well, you've also got to believe these things politically. You've also got to do these things this way. Uh, and we're we're pushing people away because we're politicizing everything. That's that's number two. So we got to stop denying it exists. we got to stop politicizing real, these events, especially as Christians. Go ahead real quick. Real quick, I, I want to say I think that it's, it's my belief that as Christians that through – there's a lot of positive things that we can do through the political system as it's set up in the United States, but it's not yeah. 
it's not the first thing that we should go to, and it's not our best tool, but it is a tool. I mean, most sure. people in most countries in all of history have not had the ability to influence as many people as uh, can be influenced through the way that our governments uh, set right. up. But the problem is, and and I, in the way that I approach politics, I'm not one that I don't align myself with a, um, a party. I align myself with certain beliefs. And typically those beliefs align themselves with a particular party. But my allegiance is to the things that I believe, not in the name of a particular group. And I think that yeah. can be important for Christians to um, remember, because you can say as Christians, we need to stand against um, abortion. And you can talk about that, um, about how we can do that in different realms. And one of them is politically. How can we stand against abortion politically? But as soon as you relate that to a particular party, instead of focusing on the the issue, then you alien, that's when you start alien alienating other people. You can focus yeah. on, you know, we need to, whether it is we need to be focused on or we need to vote for people or whatever you may be saying that to stand against abortion or to stand against homosexuality or to help the poor or whatever it is, do it. But don't throw in, well, you've got to align yourself with this this party. I think you can even talk about people or candidates or legislation or whatever but when you align yourself with a with a party that's when you start alienating people people can can get behind well let's do something about abortion but when you start making those yeah drawing those party lines that, all they do is yeah. divide okay uh, and i think the biggest thing you said there is it is a tool it's a great tool but it's not the only one yeah. and i think People are seeing us hold it up as the only one. They're they're seeing we're putting a lot of faith in government and what government can do, and the rest of the world is seeing our faith in that mm-hmm. instead of our faith in Christ, where it should be. Yeah. Uh, but that's that kind of leads us right into number three, which is fighting ideas with ideas. Uh, this is something that more and more people need to see anyway, because we're not good at it. Uh, the response to the white supremacist stuff is: if you see a Nazi, go punch one. Uh, and we've seen this too, and this this isn't, I mean, we're talking about the Charlottesville thing, but have there been other violent protests not held by white supremacists? Yes. Uh, that's It's happening all over, on all sides in our country, all over the place, because we don't know how to discuss anymore and have a disagreement without getting our feelings hurt or getting angry and getting violent. Well, we've got to fight ideas with ideas, and that means if somebody's a Republican, somebody's a Democrat, they need to be able to talk about those things. Yeah. For the Christian, when we talk about, okay, well, our country needs to be united, okay, the, the, the race issues, we need to be united and deal with those things. Yeah, Jesus dealt with race issues. You go to Ephesians 2. Okay, we, we dealt with uh, political issues. Uh, in the Gospels, Jesus talks about those things. Uh, you know, Romans talks about government. Paul talks about it in Timothy, about what to pray for. Those things are all talked about. When we talk about fighting ideas with ideas, if Christians stick to the Christian message of the gospel, we've already won. And it's not about winning the argument, but we have a message that's better than anything else any politician, any person can put forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's what we have to fight 
the bad ideas with is to say, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying, but here's a better way. Uh, and that better way is not, uh, okay, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to punch you because I don't like it. Yeah. Or I understand what you're saying, but you really need to vote for such and such person because you're wrong on these things. It's this message I have here. If we adhere to it, uh, I mean, you've got people with, you've got people with uh, diseases. If they listened to scripture, they wouldn't have those things. There are broken homes that wouldn't be broken homes if they followed what scripture said. You've mm-hmm. got race issues that wouldn't be race issues if we followed what scripture said. And on and on and on you can go. That's what Christians need to be holding up now more than ever, more intensely than we ever have before, because that is the only thing that's going to fix our problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's really that. <laughs> I didn't leave you much to say on no, that. No, but I I mean, it's what what you said is is absolutely true. I mean, um, that. The way that we the way that we fight we've talked a lot of about what not to do, but that it I mean the way that we do is we fight it with the the message that God has given us as as Christians. That's the solution. That's something we can be united on. And um, if we hold it up, we speak it, we live it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to accomplish exactly what the gospel accomplishes. Yeah, and that is saving people. And that's why we're here. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And that'll that'll fix what we've got going on uh, in the country, in the world. And, you know, in you think in a smaller scale where you will probably reach in your community and next to your neighbor. You know, uh, that's what it takes. So we've got to, uh, just to recap here at the end, we've got to acknowledge that it racism exists because it does. Uh, and, yeah. and if you don't believe it, read Go read about what's happening in our country. It exists. You can think whatever reasons you want to as to why, but we've got to stop denying that it that it does uh, exist or not. Uh, we have to stop politicizing these things, especially as Christians, uh, and stop holding up our religious affiliations or our uh, our political affiliations over Christ, where our allegiance is uh, in Him. And then third, we've got to, in this this war of ideas, for lack of a better term, we've got the best message possible. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to hold it up. They People need to see that in our lives. They need to hear it from us. And they need to see us constantly talking about those things uh, to others uh, and just adhering to those ideals. Uh, and that will make a difference in people's lives. That's the show. Glad to be back. Uh, recording. We we didn't mention this at the beginning. Uh, my intention, and I didn't talk to you about this, <laughs> Spencer, the intention is to run until December where we will take a break for the holidays. So we're going to get back on track is the plan, even with all your school. And it's stuff. good with me. It's good with him. Hopefully it's good with you, uh, listener, and we'd love to hear from you. Give us some feedback. You can reach us at thetrendpod at gmail.com. Uh, if that does not work, jdaviddodgen at gmail.com will get you to my email and I'll check that stuff out too. Let us know what you think of the episode. Let us know what you'd like for us to talk about with future episodes. We've got some good stuff, kind of extra stuff coming your way uh, to hopefully allow us to talk about things as they're happening uh, a little more readily in addition to this show. 
Uh, and so I hope you'll stay tuned for that. Go like the Strong Church Facebook page, uh, and you'll be able to find this podcast and all the other stuff that we put out. This has been The Trend. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.